You're listening to the Ask Drone You podcast. You ask, we answer your drone questions. Whether you're here to turn your passion into profit or you simply fly for fun, we're a community of learners and teachers who aspire to achieve greatness. We are Drone You. Hey everyone, and welcome to another friendly episode of Ask Drone You. My name is Paul. Hello, and my name is Roberto, and I uh, am, I don't know where I was going to go with that. See, when I try to do something different, it just throws me off. Just uh, After all these episodes, <laughs> anyways, Just I am know, Rob. you can't talk, you cannot call us those names unless you are actually from New Mexico. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm, I'm, that's what I'm just that's saying. That's what you're saying? All right. That's what I'm saying. Anyways, uh, thank you very much for joining us. We, we absolutely do appreciate it, and uh, I don't know, it's just always fun to be here and, and to know that there's at least a couple of you out there listening, <laughs> so thank you, and, and the questions um, are coming in, and we appreciate that. AskDroneU.com. We want to hear from you, because we know you have a lot on your mind. We know that you're trying to grow your business. We know you're trying to get better, and we want to help you do that, so head over to AskDroneU.com and let us know what's on your mind, and we would love to hear from you. Amen. And uh, continuing on with the trend of people that we're grateful for, as I, I have two live news feeds in front of me, if you're wondering, and uh, on one of them is the CEO of Redfin. And I, it reminded me of someone in the community who had posted about being accosted as a drone pilot in Minneapolis and um, how essentially they handled it, et cetera, et cetera. I actually thought they handled it pretty well. And then it reminded me of something that uh, Lee Smalt had said, which was just a really inspiring comment. And I don't even think it was on the same post. I just, my mind just jumped to something hmm. that, that he had said. And Lee is, I, I gotta say, man, you have done such an awesome job from when we met you at the fly-in to now managing a team of pilots and even giving me grace and, and giving me an opportunity to work with you. I greatly appreciate that, but even more so appreciate your grace in understanding uh, you know, everything that's going on here at DroneU and, and giving grace and patience in responding to proposals. And that actually goes to a lot of other people too. But Lee, I love, love, love how you lead people in the group subconsciously. And you're really an ideological uh, thought leader in so many ways. And it's people like you that have been in this Drone You community for years now, who is the proof in the pudding that if you actually deep dive into the content, that the world is your oyster when it comes to drones. So I just want to say like, I th I'm really grateful for you. Just because of the leadership in the community and fostering those values of motivation and doing things right and not, you know, jumping on people and playing drone police and all that awful crap that you see in all these other drone groups. And it's also, I want to say thank you for proving to other drone pilots that what's possible, you know, when you focus and you put your head down and you work endlessly and uh it's people like you and your work ethic that really inspire me and i mean that so thank hmm. you nice yeah lee's a good dude he is a good dude he is yeah it's been he around very good been dude. around a long time which does not go unnoticed and is very much appreciated for sure but we've got a great question today um from a veteran a very cool veteran um i'm actually honored to even have a question like this from a person who does this job because uh growing up as a little kid i was like i want to do that so um sir the honor is all ours to help you with this question and i think it actually kind of piggybacks off of the last podcast that we just did kind of going through the failures that we've had as entrepreneurs Hello gentlemen, my name is Jose. I am a service member, been in the Army for about 19 years now as an Apache pilot. 
and I'll be retiring from the Army next year, and I'm thinking about starting a UAS, a drone business. Now, my question is regarding market research, uh, how to strategize, how to do it in an organized manner, what places to go, what tools do I have available, uh, how should I go ahead and do that uh, market research? Thank you. Hmm. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for the question. And, and more importantly, thank you for your service. You know, it, it hits me particularly hard because my son, who's 17, is, as Paul knows, headed off to the Marines in about six months. Um, so his mom and I are just now getting used to that. And uh, I don't know. Heavy pill to swallow. Let's yeah, be real. Yeah, yeah. We're very proud of him, but we're also uh, a little anxious about it, but also know that it's going to be uh, something that's great for him. And and so just appreciate every single person who uh, goes down that road. Just don't, for, don't, don't forget and don't let him forget that while it may be one of the biggest challenges that he ever faces, those systems and those formulas mm-hmm. and the way that the military teaches you to think while you may not agree with what the military is doing, if you understand that having those assets and that ideology yourself is going to propel you further than the average person because discipline is easy now, that's yeah. power. And I, I know that you are, are wavering and that you're worried and that you're anxious about his future, rightfully so. But I would say have solace in the fact that by allowing him to make his decisions and go down this path, mm-hmm. he is going to be an incredibly strong-minded, confident individual. And yep. Jake is super intelligent. He's going to be fine, man. I agree. I agree. I agree. Just obviously hearing from Jose makes it, uh, whoa, come to come to mind. Um, and it just makes me appreciate, appreciate what uh, you've done and, and all of our service members have done. So veterans and service members. But more, cor- more courage than I have, that's for sure. So his question is, frankly, it's something that's always been a challenge of mine um, in terms of where to go do this kind what of thing. What challenge? Where to go find the information that you feel you need in terms of market research to be most effective in whatever business you're trying to further. Let me ask you this. Would you feel that the data that's even out there is reactionary or forward forward guidance? So I know you're saying that you struggle to find the right resources, statistics, assets, information to better explore exactly the potential, the market potential for uh, in individual uh, verticals and industries to help this gentleman navigate uh, his path, whether it be technical or creative in the drone industry, mm-hmm. albeit, there's that word that you said this morning, I just go ahead and go in his articles and just delete the albeit. <laughs> Not everyone. I know that. I know that. Not everyone. I know that. I, know that. I just wanted to, uh, <laughs> I just wanted to exacerbate it to make it funny. Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, you made me laugh. Uh, <laughs> my point is that sometimes this guidance is, in my opinion, very reactionary to what the market is doing. And while I understand and I still think that we should provide him with an answer of where to find market research, sure. I just I just want to kind of caveat that and say, you know what, my friend, it may be more reactionary than forward guidance. And as far as giving you a virtual road to go down as far as education and, and the services that you want to provide. 
as someone in the military, obviously you have an opportunity to work within that uh, contracting framework and whatnot. But Rob, I just wanted to interrupt you because I wanted to say mm -hmm. a lot of people typically think about these industry verticals as creative or technical. And I will say as someone who did not genuinely believe in their capability, yes, that is me that I think it's in your best interest to genuinely and authentically explore creative aspects of this and technical aspects as those two aspects combined are offering more job opportunities to those who are prepared to fulfill industry verticals that require or necessitate creative and technical skills. In fact, I think hmm. he's in, I think he of most people is in a phenomenal opportunity. Absolutely. Because he knows nuanced systems, right? Yeah. No, he and he knows <laughs> pre-flight check on an Apache. <laughs> he knows highly intense situations and working through them, and and you know you have to have some emotional intelligence to be able to have done what what you've done for for all these years, and and so absolutely, I think he's going to be able to figure all that out. I get the feeling that what he's trying to figure out is where is the greatest need or where is my greatest opportunity within this industry as I start to get started? Where should I focus my efforts? And, you know, you didn't necessarily go into your particular interests. And I think you're sort of alluding to that, that it's not really about technical or creative. It's about understanding that what you're about to embark upon is going to, if you're going to be super successful at it, you're going to want to be a part of both realms. And so I can definitely appreciate that. But as he just kind of figures out what's out there, where's a big need? Um, where can I find a potential problem that through my expertise, I can solve for somebody such that I have a greater business opportunity than if I didn't see that problem that needs to be solved. That kind of thing. I think he's, uh, he's actually being very thoughtful about, I don't want to just start taking steps. I want to be thoughtful and you make sure I utilize the resources that I'm about to deploy very, very effectively and efficiently before just jumping in. Do you think, are you trying to argue too that maybe that he should do something that he kind of enjoys? I always think that's the case. Well, I mean, I would say that personally I have learned, I hated school. I hated, hated high school, middle school, Catholic school. Sorry, Bishop Ireton. Ugh. <laughs> I hate it. It's not personal. No, it's not. Um, but as I've gotten older, I'm actually grateful for Bishop Ireton because they offered classes that I realized I couldn't have taken anywhere else, mm. um, like law, like running a business, like personal mm. finance. Yeah, I that's mean, awesome. I actually learned C++ at BI, um, which is funny. Anyway, my point is I hated school because it was so structured. It was so systematized. Rob can tell you, even though I'm getting better at systems and implementing them and, and being consistent, it's still very against the grain. <laughs> I mean, it, it's very against the grain for me. And I'm not proud of that. I laugh it off because I'm trying to give myself grace. And if you love what you do and you have that passion, I can say from experience, it is fundamentally easier to do everything. It's so much easier. I taught myself that I'm capable of so much more because I was having fun and learning was easy and I was really, really enjoying it. Um, you know, and there's a lot to be said for that. There, there, there really is. So following your passion is going to be important. And what that means is exploring these different industry verticals, because as you explore them, you're going to learn the pros and the cons. You're going to learn the limitations and the costs. You're going to learn what it really takes. And mm -hmm. I would just say, 
I wanted to do this show as an opportunity to showcase a lot of the failures that are going on in drone programs right now, which essentially is chalked up to three items. Spend way too much money on equipment, don't get your people trained, rush them out into the field, and don't give them enough time to really work in a... It's like asking them to do too much or overwhelming them. We're seeing systemic problems uh, because of this. And I really would say it's because these a lot of managers and these corporations were like, yeah, go do the drone thing. Let's see how it works. Can we save money, right? Like giving it a shot, but also not taking it seriously. Mm. And I mean, they say they're taking like it seriously. a little seriously. pet project. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So following your passion is important, but don't be blindly led by your passion either. Don't forget what we just talked about in the last show about understanding every way your business can fail, understanding that the best businessmen, the best lawyers, arguably, uh, you know, research and and look at both sides of any argument to make a better determination of what's really going on. Hmm. Okay. So all of that said, I need some food. When you are <laughs> fading back, uh, when you say explore the different verticals, do you mean read stories about them? No. Try to do a job doing them. Try to what do, do a you job. mean? Try to try to go out and do the job. Because I feel like as long as you're willing to learn, and um, as long as you're willing to truly be humble, I mean, like honestly. I don't think I really would have like gotten into drone mapping unless it was pushed by other people. And now, I mean, I just wrote that article that like me and a lot of other people are getting crazy numbers of jobs and it's all around mapping and modeling. But it's not like the other thing is, and this is where I was going to go next, is the depth in which you have those practical experiences. Um, because a lot of people made the mistake early on with drone mapping of just, you know, trusting cloud processors, right? And just like, hey, here's my data product. I can get these data products out of this, 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 and this. And they're not really learning the systems, the rules of photogrammetry, right? And what has that led to? I actually even talked about this in the article. It's led to people say they know drone mapping, But when it comes to modeling complex facades, complex buildings, think of a courthouse, perfect example, right? You think about these buildings that have all these hard to see areas. What is one of the fundamental rules of mapping, right? It's, it's, we, we can only map what we can see. Mm -hmm. And so if we're not learning our failures of only mapping what we can see in these cloud processors, which really don't even do a good job at 3D renderings, well then, you're not being forced to learn how to create 3D modeling. And most of the jobs in drone mapping that I'm seeing are about virtual workplace design, virtual team planning, navigation, logistics, et cetera, using one point cloud for 80 different data products to make your teams work in collaboration, to increase engagement, be more specific, save time. The list goes on and on and on. My point, though, is that if you just kind of like, you know, scratch the surface and you got kind of into drone mapping, and he threw some stuff over here and threw some stuff over there and he really didn't try to map the hardest thing possible that you could, you would not be prepared to take advantage of the astronomical opportunity that's available right now. Hmm. Hmm. And just like in finance, and and Jason Bache was just making this freaking argument on my phone, he says, you better diversify your skill set, otherwise be subject to the industry you're voluntarily attached to. For sure. But you know what? That should be part of life anyways is hopefully you enjoy learning and you hope that diversification, the process of diversifying 
is what I find so fun and fascinating. But I agree. I just feel like that that's squashed in schools. We have so oh. many teachers who suck so badly at their job. It's not it's not even funny. But the important part is those crappy teachers are the ones that inspire the really good teachers. And it's the really good teachers that are, are, are making an impact. And like and yeah. I say that. And once again, I'll go back to Mr. Vasek from uh, Paul Walu in Nevada. That guy had a lifelong effect on me. He was a teacher who went out of his way to make sure that I did not go down a bad path. And uh, no, no, I, I hear you as it relates to teachers. And I, I just, you know, recently having teenagers and kids in high school, we've had some experiences that piss me off and want me, they, they make me want to go like literally grab that teacher by the ear and walk them off the campus and say, never come back. And it's because of their lack of, it's, it's, it's not even close to having a passion for teaching. Like they are, they abhor being there. Those people are doing damage to kids because they're sucking the life out of them. And so we, we're on another tangent, but you really got me thinking about something that's mm. been bothering me a lot lately as far as my kids' school experience. But you know, I was thinking also about trying to give Jose something tangible and practical to answer your question about where to go. And I think probably the, the thing that comes to my mind that is that seems best, and I'm sure there are a lot of other answers, but is to find a community of people that are doing what you want to do, which is to be a UAV pilot, a UAS uh, business owner, because they take the Drone U community, for example, Obviously, I'm going to use that example. There are people from all over the country and in fact, all over the world, and they are seeing different things within their community and they're seeing different needs. That's your research. It's those boots on the ground. And what are they seeing and what problems are they solving? And what problems are they helping each other with? And what are they enjoying? And what experiences are they having that you might be interested in? But being a part of those conversations and even asking those questions relevant to the comments that I just made within those communities, I think could be probably some of the best research you're going to find um, because they're out there doing it and they are interacting with people. And so the next phase of that for you is your own interaction within your community or within the people that you know. And as a service member, you've probably got friends all over the country and world. I'd be talking to those folks. What are they saying? It's just about having... It's about having uh, conversations and, and once you start talking to people about the things that interest you and the things that you're doing, it's amazing how many people say, oh, wow, you should talk to so-and-so, right? And so then it becomes about relationship and just those building blocks that happen. And I'm going down this road because I think there's this, the potential idea that, well, I just, I need to Google the right keywords. And that's probably not going to do it. And I'm not suggesting that's necessarily what you're saying, but I think within the realm of, of your question, that might be what people come to as an answer is, you know, what, what parts of the internet do I need to find to get the real data that's going to help me make sure I get off on the right foot? And while there's some answers there, I'm sure, I don't think that's your most efficient approach. 
Yeah, and I would say, you know what, in an effort to try to give him a specific answer, because I'm sitting here realizing that our answer was like very ideological, and you did a very good job at answering his question, and maybe, you know, um, we can provide a little bit more insight as far as specifics are concerned. I know that, uh, you know, if you Traxta has, you know, stats on the industry, again, I think that you've got to be so careful um, you've really got to make sure that you are exploring this, you're building those relationships. So hold on one second. Let me... It's a good idea. Bring this up. Yeah. So we just actually did a big data uh, push. And uh, this is a question I can actually answer from data. So hold on one second. As I go into my aerial insights intelligence report, um, hold on. Okay. Um, so please select all of the drone industry verticals that you have serviced between March 1st, 2020 and the present day. The reason I chose March 1st was because it was kind of when everyone was starting to realize that COVID was, it, it's coming. You know what I mean? It was kind of like things started to shut down. And I actually remember that two week period because it was kind of this weird ghostly transition phase. But anyway, okay. Creative photography is the number one industry vertical. I would also caveat that and say that the price points within that vertical, you're going to see the largest deviation um, from the mean uh, when it comes to creative photography. That being said, the second one is residential real estate. But then the third one, right, the first two are creative, but the third is technical, right? Construction, photos, and progression mapping. Um, and then it's uh, real estate. Uh, but it's commercial real estate and then it's small business videography and productions, right? So that's all very creative. Now, I would say on the videography front, that's actually a very lucrative business uh, because as long as you have a wide repertoire of the styles of shots that you can get and a decent editor of telling a story and, and whatnot, I think it's a very lucrative business, especially as businesses are being forced to be remote to do more productions, et cetera, et cetera. I really feel like as a drone pilot, if you are a master at videography and you have systems for editing videos and helping people do live streams, you're really in an in a, in a awesome spot right now. And then, you know, after that, we have stock footage, which is kind of what a lot of people do in, in downturns is they take all the stuff they've already created and then resell it, right? Yeah. And then the next one after that is insurance and roof inspections. Uh, this is actually something I want to talk to Tom Powers about and follow mm. up a discussion from months ago. Yeah. Uh, and then beyond that is construction mapping, public safety, surveying. And then we go down the list. Um, so while most of these are creative, I would argue, Rob, that some of these more technical uh, deliverables or shall I say verticals um, would in the eyes of our question asker today would probably better suit him as it's a specific deliverable, not open to interpretation. Mm -hmm. And the workflow is, is somewhat calculated. Whereas with videography and photography, there are thousands of ways to get it right. And there are thousands of ways to get it wrong. And it's nine times sub subjective. I was just going to say nine times out of 10, it comes down to what the client thinks about yep. you. <laughs> so uh, also, I would say a great podcast to listen to about the importance of client perception 
is, uh, by, again, by Freakonomics Radio, where they did the behavioral analysis of lawsuit propensity for doctors and essentially boiled it down to the way that you make your patients feel in the, the waiting room and the lobby will dictate their propensity to sue the doctor. It literally wow. came down to that. Wow. And what does that say? Laws of human nature. People make decisions on how they feel. I rest my case. So true. So true. Do we need to add anything? You think we did a good job at answering this uh, macro and micro? <laughs> I, I hope uh, that we've done a decent job. In, and obviously, like we always say, Jose, if you have follow-up questions or, or want us to go a little deeper in any particular direction, let us know. We love follow-up questions as well as uh, intro questions, we'll call it. But um, no, I, I think we're good. Sounds good. Well, Rob, I appreciate you genuinely. You've taught me so you much. You too. Good mentor. Phenomenal mentor. Who am I kidding? Anyway, everyone, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for allowing us to have these radical candor conversations, allow us to uh, to kind of intellectually pursue uh, these different things. We appreciate it. We appreciate your questions too. Please keep them coming. AskDroneU.com. If you found us useful, or maybe if you just agree that this kind of entrepreneurial mindset should be more prevalent, well then, you know, give us like a quick little review. If you want that to spread, if you want to make uh, the world a better place, uh, we, we can't go silently. So with that, my name is Paul. And I am Rob. Thanks for listening to Ask drone you in my late night DJ voice 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 <laughs> we believe that videos images words and sounds have the absolute power to inform inspire and entertain we reject indecision confusion and vanity for they work against the community we are united under the virtues of safety and knowledge we are a training community of learners and teachers who encourage and energize each other to achieve greatness. We are pilots, videographers, photographers, freelancers, business owners, enthusiasts, experts, and apprentices. We are creators. We are the Drone Youth.